Welcome back to another podcast episode of How Great Shall Be My Joy. I'm really excited to do these. It's Sunday, May 3rd, I think it is, yeah. And I want to talk about an experience that happened this past week. I like to keep these things current so you know that I'm just not talking about stuff that happened decades ago or something. But this episode is called Joy with Jeff. Um, We're using the name Jeff because that's this guy's real name. So he is a wonderful guy who found our company on the internet and is moving from Harpers Ferry, West Virginia to the Rockville, Maryland area. He has a nice home out in West Virginia that he purchased when he was only 29. And he's probably lived in that house now maybe 20 plus years. It's a big home, it's in a nice area, it's in a cul-de-sac, and over time he has done what the rest of us do, accumulated stuff. So Harpers Ferry is about an hour drive from here. It's a beautiful drive, especially towards the end because you get to cross the Potomac River a couple of times, and Harpers Ferry, West Virginia is a great place to go intertubing and floating down a river, kayaking, hiking, um, whitewater rafting, bunch of stuff it's just a great and it's also goes back to civil war historic times too with some events that happened out there with john brown and others so it's just a cool place so for the last couple of weeks we have hopped in the truck driven about an hour um out to help him and we have hauled away a bunch of different things furniture etc um i will tell you that there This particular job is one that I will never forget because in Jeff's home, uh, on the upstairs level, you have a carpeted hallway there, and then it drops down one step to the landing, which is at the top of the L-shaped stairs, which you then go down the stairs, turn left, go down another flight of stairs, and then you're down to the main floor, which is covered with uh, wood, with hardwood, you know, floors, etc. So... Probably on trip two or three out of maybe five or six that we've done, um, I went into his master bedroom and picked up a little two foot by two foot um, kind of cubed end table. And I was carrying it in front of my stomach so I couldn't really see my feet, which turned out to be a problem because when when I took the, when I walked out of the room and went to take a step down onto the top of the stair landing, all carpeted, I forgot there was a step there, a step down. So I stumbled to my left and my 200 pound plus body hit up against the wood railing on his stairs, which protects you from falling about 12 feet down onto the wood floor below. Now in my hands, I have the end table. I, I didn't realize what was about to happen. It happened, I fell down against this railing and by the grace of God, that railing held. I didn't let go of the end table. I didn't even think to let go of the end table. If that railing doesn't hold, I fall to my left 12 feet head first onto a hardwood floor. Now, if that doesn't kill me, I'll probably end up paralyzed as a quadriplegic. At a very minimum, I will break my left shoulder, possibly, probably break my back. And if the fall itself didn't kill me, 
the end table coming down right behind me and cracking my head open, thanks to gravity, probably would have killed me. But that railing held. And everybody came scrambling around to see what had happened, and I just stood back up with this end table, and that made this job a very memorable job for me, obviously. Now, that's not why I'm recording this podcast, but I want to just give you a little background into some unique things that have happened. I went home that day thankful that I was still alive, thankful that I wasn't in a hospital, in a coma, thankful that I hadn't broken my neck, thankful that I could still walk, very grateful for that little railing. Now, it turns out that that railing got repaired because he's selling the home, and so we have to get that repaired. He had it repaired. It cost about 300 bucks to repair it. I was thrilled, all caps, thrilled to pay that 300 bucks because that railing saved my life. So over the course of about four or five weeks and maybe five or six trips out there, um, I've gotten to know Jeff pretty well and, uh, and his spouse, and they're great people. And the last, uh, the last time that I went there, in fact, I think it was the second to the last time that I went there, we had to take a bunch of stuff over to a storage unit, and somewhere in the conversation of helping him out that day, Utah came up in the conversation. I can't remember how it did, but I will bet you money that I didn't bring it up. I don't remember if we were talking about colleges we had gone to or where we're from originally or something, but I was able to make a statement that I make quite often when people bring up the West or whatever, and I, I usually like to say that I'm a Utah kid originally. And I remember we were talking about Salt Lake City. It came up in the conversation. Again, I didn't bring it up. I, I just probably responded to something he had brought up. And he, he said, you know, there's something I've always wanted to see. Uh, he said, I've never been to Salt Lake City, but there's always something I wanted to see when I go out there. And he started to kind of fumble around in his mind on what it was he wanted to say next. And so I started to guess to try to help him out. I said, um, the, the Tabernacle Choir. He goes, no. He goes, I'd love to see them, but that's not it. And I thought, the, the, big, um, the big temple out there. And he went, oh, that's it. He goes, I want to go to the temple open house in Washington, D.C. He said, I've lived in this area for 30 years, and I've never been inside that building, and I'm really excited to go inside that building. Well, I'm on one of the committees for that open house, and that open house is going to happen in about three or four months, hopefully, with all the COVID stuff going on. And so it was easy to just say, hey, I would be happy to take you on a tour over there and, and, and kind of show you the ins and outs and that kind of stuff. I'd be happy to do that. Well, he jumped all over that idea. He is very excited to go through the temple open house. Now, my point in all of this is I didn't go out to see Jeff and on the second or third visit say, hey, by the way, are you interested in going to a temple open house? That's not why I'm there. I'm there to do a job for him. And in the process of that, I'm making a really good friendship. So be before I left on the trip back home, on the, set, on the uh, I guess, two trips ago when I went out to see him, I pulled out of my backpack an Articles of Faith card, which I keep with me, you know, I keep a little supply of those, and I pulled out what I call my restoration card that 
um, if you're interested in what that, it's a card I created to give to people to celebrate our 200th anniversary of the restoration of, or the 200th anniversary of the restoration and Joseph Smith's first vision specifically. So I pulled those out, I gave them to him, and I explained, I said, before you go to the temple open house, you should read this. I said, and I pointed to the Articles of Faith card. I said, that's what members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints believe. And it will kind of give you a little bit of insight into, into what they believe. And this card gives you a couple of, couple of links you can follow to kind of see why this year is such an important year in our church. That was it. No mention of the missionaries. Love those guys, but no mention of the missionaries. Just naturally having a conversation based on something he said. That's as simple as it is. But you have to have something with you that you can give to them which bridges the gap between a work relationship and something that could develop further. That's the need to have what I love to use, Articles of Faith cards and this restoration card that I created that I'm giving out to people this year just in commemoration of Joseph Smith's first vision. So the moral of the story is pretty simple. God can make you a missionary even outside of a storage unit in the midst of your regular workday. And it's an amazing process with a story that is going to continue far beyond the end of his junk removal job. Thank you.